Robert Downey Jr. is not done with Iron Man just yet. Google Stadia is nearing release. Apple and Disney Plus are just around the corner. And did I hear there's a Snake Eyes standalone movie? Boy, is it a great time to be a geek. All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. Are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome to the Geek Underground episode. Do you know what episode it is? I haven't got a clue. You don't know what episode it is? It's no. episode. You should be listening and up to date and know like everybody else. It's episode yeah. 39. No, I don't know because we were supposed to do this last week and, and I was sick. ill. That's, I am so I sorry. It's okay. We forgive you. Being sick is definitely one of those things that is forgivable. So you are forgiven. But oh my goodness, like in the news this week, stuff with Apple Plus uh, has dropped. The, the, the announcement is Tony Stark done with the MCU? We, we doesn't look like he is. And then so much more. What? Tony Stark is not done in the MCU. Whatever. We'll get to that, though. But he's not done. It's, it's, it's stuff that's come out. Um, we will definitely talk about that. Um, where'd my notes go? My notes You've are somewhere. Lost your notes. I've lost my notes. I have Dad notes. Dadpool, what is wrong somewhere. with you? Hey, I know, I'm he's Dadpool. That... I'm Trash Panda, and I'm oh, the hi. one who's actually like prepared I've today. I've got it now. I've got it up here now. Okay. Is it okay? As long as you can see and you don't not record again, like you've done Hold on. several I, let's times. Let's make sure we're actually recording. <laughs> yes, it is currently recording. So, so we're okay. <laughs> and it oh hasn't my been gosh. my fault. There's been times where, like, I, I'm using a USB C connector, which is not, and it's on an adapter from a USB A to a USB C into my computer. Sure, nobody knows what you're talking they about. They do. A USB A is a normal USB connector. USB C is the one that all the new MacBook Pros are using. All the new Macs are using. All the Samsungs have always used. So people know that. Regardless, it came loose. It's and then a cable. It stopped recording, and it was sad. It's a cable that goes into a computer. It's not that important. Well, it is if we want to record. No, I know. <laughs> but I'm not <laughs> the one who keeps making it go wrong. No, you're not. That's yeah, there you go. Probably my fault yeah. somewhere. No, it's not probably your Shush. fault. It is your Woman, fault. It's probably my fault. I don't take full credit for that. Um, <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, it's exciting. I've been mentoring in schools recently and uh, we just passed uh, suicide world suicide prevention day. And so I just wanted to bring that up just because um, in all of the teens that I work with and when we actually, uh, I actually just got a survey back from uh, one of the massive councils that it's uh, over the counties in our area. And the survey they came back with it, they, they showed what, what teens actually want. And they just want their number one thing is the, the, the mental health wellness uh, as well as kind of an activity wellness kind Kind of thing. So those two things combined. And so always touching on mental health. That's the number one thing that teens are, are struggling with, are worried about, know that needs a little help. And so just understanding that, that we just passed a day that's very important. It's a worldwide national day, uh, suicide prevention day. Uh, and it's just it's just to understand that, again, I, I, the stat, I'm going to keep pounding it. One in four, if you're a teenager, one in four of your peers uh, is struggling with a mental illness of some kind. Uh, and that one in four could be you. Uh, and, and I'd even go as to say that number could be even higher than that, where one in 10 are suffering with a very severe mental uh, mental health type uh, illness or issue. And, and it's just really, we can't talk about this enough because that there's still a stigma attached with it. There's still, people don't get help because they feel like they're weak, because they feel like this is something they're dealing with alone. Whereas, no, no, just count off four people around you. One in four of those is dealing with the exact same thing if you're dealing with something. And, and then understanding a day like a, a World Suicide Prevention Day, you know what, guys? It's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to ask somebody. It's okay. Uh, you know, if you see your friend just, just acting differently or quiet or, or, or very being introspective when they're not usually that way, maybe just ask them, hey, is everything okay? 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and just, just make sure that, that they, they know that it, it, it's okay to bring something up to you. And that's, I think that's the best thing because a close friend, a close family member is really going to be the person that's going to help that person that's struggling with maybe suicidal thoughts or depression, and they just need that help. And so from a friend or a family member, they, they need to see that it's okay for them to, to talk about really anything with you. So make it a, a, a safe space, an open space. And uh, it, it's really important. And again, there are so many celebrities that have come out and been very outspoken about this. Zach. Oh, no, the most recent one, Christopher Eccleston. Oh, I just saw that. Yeah, he was dealing with, anore- I think it was anorexia yeah, body, and body dysmorphia uh, yeah. and, and depression and all through his Doctor Who filming days and really came out. And, said, and even this- now, he's still dealing with depression. It just popped up on Echo the other night. I didn't realize. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Doctor Who star, who was that? Yeah. Um, but, but Zachary Levi, man, he's banging this drum. And, and every time I, 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 lo- I follow him on Instagram and Twitter, and he's always just banging this drum. He's like, look, the day that I die is the day that I stop talking about this because mm-hmm. he understands the importance. He's been through the darkness. He knows what it's like. And when we see uh, these celebrities and these stars that are struggling with it, guys, it's okay. It's okay to talk about it. Please talk about it. Make sure yeah. it's something that you do talk about because it is so important. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Just that. And guys, again, guys, uh, you can always reach us. We are at the Geek Underground, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can always reach us. If if you need to reach out and talk to someone as well, please feel free. Just know that that we are just a a simple message away as well. If you want to talk to someone and it kind of seems anonymous, I guess, if you want to talk to someone anonymous and and we'll do the best that we can. Um, We have resources all over the world that we can point you towards that they can really hopefully make a difference and an impact in your life. But guys, you are awesome. Just don't forget that. That, That's our main thing here. Come on, I need to know what everybody's been geeking out about because geeking I out. Oh my goodness. Oh, I feel like I'm so out of the loop. It's not even funny. <laughs> can, can I say one of my top ones, even though it's really corny and cheesy? Go on. Um, it, it's in the movie, so we'll start with movie news here. Um, there is a Snake Eyes standalone movie in the works right now. Please, please, please tell me. Is it Nick Park? No. Ray, it's not Ray, Ray Park. It's not what? Ray Park. Yeah, they actually have someone else in the role, no, I believe. Um, that's not okay. No, I know, but still, th- th- this is the story that everyone from my generation that grew up with G.I. Joe in the 80s wants. Now, now I remember watching the first few movies, and people were being very critical of the first two G.I. Joe movies, and I'm like, hey, did you ever watch the cartoon? Like, this is a movie about the cartoon. I mean, it, it, it's going to be cheesy. It's going to be corny. But, but this one, though, the way they're talking about it, they're going to make this like a serious assassin backstory type uh, movie, which which sounds great. Like before, we, we don't really even never know what so happened to Snake other words, Eyes. We're getting like an R-rated Snake Eyes. Yeah, movie. this is gonna be awesome. That's not okay. That's gonna be amazing. You, He's you, a kid's character. You can't make him R-rated. <laughs> yeah, but he always had this background where him and Storm Shadow they they were at the same dojo growing up, and there's there's something gonna be there. There's gonna be some cool ninja assassin. It, it's like it's like that movie that Chris uh, Pratt was just starting to make. Was that Cowboy Ninja? assassins or cowboy pirate ninjas or something really weird like yeah. that that he was doing we, we all just want to see that we just want to see like ninja assassins and this is going to be awesome because it's snake eyes and so that is what i'm geeking out about I'm with that uh, sorry ray parks i know ray park is fun but i think just it's not just fun he was snake eyes well he was snake eyes he, he was, was darth, darth maul. maul he was it, toad yes he's done a lot of things that he was he's amazing and he's british yeah, but I'm, I think he just might not be getting cast for these because his voice acting is not there. Because he was even Snake Eyes doesn't talk. Well, well, he will in this. It's a prequel. It's a prequel to him getting disfigured or how whatever happens to where he has to wear a mask. No, they never got into that. And as a kid, why does Snake Eyes always wear a mask and not talk? You want to know that, and you might find out in the movie now. But yes, Ray Park. He even had his voice taken away as Darth Maul because it just wasn't up to par, and they replaced it with. That guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter something. I can't think of his name. Who is the one that always referred to the Guardians as a bunch of a-holes or his little British? Oh, yeah. No, I can't think of so, his name. So, anyway. so that guy it was the voice of Darth Maul. They wouldn't even let Ray Park have his own voice. I mean, so there's something so where... James L. Jones was Darth Vader, but he wasn't Darth Vader at the same time. Yeah, but nobody recognizes David Prowse unless you're a true Star Wars fan. To, to the world at large, that's just... oh. Star Wars is fun. James Earl Jones was Darth Vader. Like that's unfortunately that's how it is. We've met David Prowse. He's an amazing, lovely individual, but he doesn't get the credit he deserves because James Earl Jones was the voice. And that's that's what people think of. So did you see, though, that James Gunn revealed the cast of Suicide Squad? 
No. Now, notably in the cast, it's a fun cast. Uh, John Cena, Nathan Fillion. We've seen Sean. Oh, no, it's great. Sean Gunn, uh, Taika Waititi, you know, so the director of, yeah, of Thor yeah, yeah. Uh, 3. I knew he was doing um, it. Pete Davidson, uh, Peter Capaldi, our favorite 12th Doctor. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what no. he's doing. Uh, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, and Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is fun in everything he does. No. But I don't know how you go from playing Yondu to being in like DC, but oh, you know, we'll see. No. But Zachary Levi did it. It looks like uh, Batista might do it. <laughs> well, so did. And now Michael Rooker's doing no, it. No, I just helped done it too. What well, is wrong with them? Stay with Marvel. Although Ryan Reynolds went the other way. Reynolds went from Green Lantern and then went over to. Stupid law. Yeah. Sorry. I know it's a good cast, and I know. And it's gun. Come on, gun. It's you you can't you can't fault Rooker, but you can't fault Rooker for wanting to work with gun. I mean, that's fantastic. I get it. I get it. I seriously get it. It's just oh. And I quite liked the first Suicide Squad movie. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was entertaining. Well, this one doesn't have to replace it. I know they're saying it's a reboot, but it's it's still no. It needed to be reboot. It it can still be its own thing, though. No, it needed to be reboot. But still, it's its own thing. They needed to be reboot. But you said you liked it. It's entertaining. But you wanted it to be a reboot. Oh yeah. Isn't Idris Elba taking over Will Smith's character? I guess, and that kind of needed to happen because Will Smith's lovely, and he plays a good serious actor, but he just you, you dead shot. He just no. He's he's not a, a a cold stone killer. You just no. You just look at Will Smith and you go no. I can see you doing the cold stone. Don't, don't know. No. Jim West Desperado. Rough no, Rider. because now he's you still <laughs> running around with his butt hanging out and stuff, and yeah, it's just you know going. Dressed like a belly dancer, you just you can't. No, he just doesn't do that well. Oh, I know it's fun. So there's that. Uh, On reboots, there is the face-off remake reboot in the works. What? And I don't know how I feel about this because that was just a a great classic late '90s movie. John Travolta, Nicolas Cage. Like it's sexy cat. (laughs) He didn't say that in Face Off, but he has said that. Um, we, we just have the, the writer of 21 Jump Street and Sonic, Oren uh, Uziel, is uh, apparently writing a script for a remake. I'm not sure if it's a remake or a mm. reboot. They haven't really specified much on it other than it's what getting redone. What is with it? I mean, and then it, the one that really got me, and I'm sorry, I don't like you. Wow. Tell me how you feel, Trash Panda. Not just you. tell me how you feel. I'm not talking I, about I understand you. that, but just I'm tell me how you feel. I'm talking about the fact that... The guy who wrote Mr. Robot and directed it, or is the director and not the writer, I don't know. Anyway, I watched the first couple of episodes of that show. I'm, it's just weird. I, I'm I told sorry. you it was weird, but you get to it's the end and weird. there's there's a twist you kind of see coming. Um, and yeah, it was. I just kind of stuck with it because I wanted to see how it ended. But no, you do not get to touch Battlestar Galactica. You bad person. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's that you reboot. You need to be slapped. What is wrong with you? Yes. You <laughs> cannot make a decent series. So no, you don't get to touch Battlestar. Well, that was kind of a mind-trippy series. It was just weird. No! Um, but Battlestar yeah, so... was, I mean, sorry, that Battlestar with Jamie Bamba oh, was... and, and, and J- Edward James Olamos and Katie Sackhoff and Trisha Helfer and all of that lot and Richard Hatch. You can't make Battlestar without Richard Hatch and he's dead. So you can't do it. Yeah, I, know, I, I trust Bad. me. Like, like the, the depth of that show. Some people don't realize like, like how deep that show was. Oh yeah. I mean, it just incredible depth. Just like the, the meta of what's going on in that is just, you've got to watch it multiple times to really get, it's not just a sci-fi show no. as far as what's going on there and so yes the, the director of mr robot or the showrunner i'm not sure exactly is, is uh, leading no. off the first bad, few episodes bad. terrible now, person it's going to be on nbc's streaming service Boo. known as peacock apparently nbc is doing its own thing which i think includes universal although now that i'm saying that i didn't apple just get universal I don't know. Movies. Anyway, so so yeah, so NBC has their streaming service. They're starting. Everybody's starting a streaming you know service. What? Just, just, and Peacock you, there's, will there's have a that. brilliant show in the background that you could have a lot of fun with. Go and remake Buck Rogers in the 25th century. I mean, that was a show that is dying to be remade. Yeah, it had Marvin the Martian and everything. That's it didn't be- have Marvin the Martian. What are you talking about? Yeah, Duck Dodgers in the 21st and a half oh century. Oh, goodness sakes. Isn't that what you said, Duck no, Dodgers? No, it's not what I said. All right. Like Tweety... 
the Jewish robot. I mean, you need to remake that nonsense. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it was a classic series, but it is dying to be remade. And it was a brilliant show. The closest they I got to doing it was like Farscape, but it didn't work. I vaguely, my, I think my dad watched that on reruns at least. And oh. I think I caught reruns of See, it. I loved it as a kid and I have gone back and watched it and I see for what it was, but it, just needs to be remade and they've not touched it with a barge pole and i cannot figure out why but stop it with battlestar you leave it's, battlestar it's galactica coming. alone it's coming i'm you sorry you leave it alone it's coming i know it's amazing but you don't touch it um last on my movies though uh, and i showed this to you uh the jurassic world short oh my gosh that was uh, so fun even the, the director uh, colin trevaro who directed jurassic world yeah. directed an eight minute short if you haven't watched it just look up jurassic world shorts it's called the battle of big rock yeah and, and it basically if you remember how jurassic world left us it left us with dinosaurs being introduced to the world and and now it's a take on okay well we're out camping what happens when a dinosaur shows up at camp and and it's just a very intense scene uh, eight minutes and it's really kind of cool and I think it it could be a great lead into another another Jurassic and some, Park and if you do get to see it please watch the credits because there's some brilliant little Easter eggs at the end of some other things that are happening in different places with dinosaurs just showing up randomly yeah. <laughs> and it's how like American society is now having to deal with the fact that there is dinosaurs in the wild in just- the wild and in their back gardens and the like. So it's, you know, it's like one point these two people just got married. They release the doves. The doves go flying up and a pterodactyl comes out and just like snaps one yeah. up. I mean, it's just <laughs> stuff like that. And they're Legendary. all like, ah! Yeah, just fun. Really, really fun stuff. It was clever. It was really, really good. And it's it's well worth a watch. Um, you need to put that a link to that on the on the uh, yeah, I, I do, but people can find it if they really want to. No, I I'll know, put a but link, still but put just, a link. Just look up Jurassic a World link shorts for the lazy people. Yeah, I can do a link for the lazy people. I'll find a link for that. Now, the one I'm really excited about in movies. Well, it does link to movies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's about Star Wars. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the, that little yeah, like yeah, gap yeah, yeah, that yeah, we no, found. No, no, no. Okay. So, um. I've been really, really, really looking into the whole Ray thing because there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. And a lot of them, as much as I don't like the clone theory, it's got a lot of weight behind it. And it makes yeah. me cross because I'm like, I don't want Ray to be a clone. It sucks. But there's so many like little things in the other movies that really kind of point to that being the case. And I was like, or at eh. least a possibility. Yeah, yeah. A I mean, but there's a lot of weight behind that theory. A lot of weight. And if you if you're interested in it, um, we'll put some links to some some of the we'll explain um, it real quick that, that she was a clone that was made for the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, for so, his essence to take over. So the Emperor had a hand originally. The Emperor's hand was Mara Jade, who actually ended up marrying Luke Skywalker in the original law. Um, Before it was cut from canon. Well, it is and not. It's kind of been cut from canon. Though. Kind of a not yeah. at the same time. Anyway, so Ray is a, one of a series of clones who are basically the Emperor's hand. And one of them was stolen away and dumped on Jakku where she is. They're all force sensitive. But this one, because they were all made to be dark, which is why you see the dark version of Ray in the new trailer that makes Rey the good version. If you look at when she, in the last movie, in The Last Jedi, when she goes into the um, Sith ca- canon area, like oh, when Luke goes me- into mentally, the cave. When she mentally goes into the cave, right? When she goes into the cave, yeah. Okay. Um, when Luke goes into the cave, he ends up killing Darth Vader, finding his own face behind the mask. Yeah. Um, when Rey goes in, she looks at herself in a mirror and then sees an infinite line of herself clicking and doing that sort of thing. And it's, um, it's a point of, well, is she actually a clone? Because there's obviously hundreds of copies of her so it there's a there's weight behind it and, and if it also makes sense for how she is so force sensitive and able just to wield a lightsaber right away and do these things instantly it would make sense then if she was created for that purpose yeah um now do you think she because now now explain this little thing that you found online okay then, so actually I was, I go this isn't just me um i was watching a video um on youtube and this guy came up with this thing now there's a book coming out Um, on October 1st, and it's called Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga. Okay, it is um, a 
it's a treasury book and it is going to be um, all about the stories that make up the Star, the Skywalker saga. And it's written from the viewpoint of the Skywalkers. And this, this is the blurb on the back. This beautifully illustrated treasury celebrates the stories that make up the greatest saga of all time. New York Times bestselling author Delilah Dawson retells episodes one through eight through Anakin, Luke, Leia and Ray's point of view. Yeah. Exquisitely bound with artwork by Brian Hood, blah, 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 blah. It is specifically about the, the Skywalkers, Skywalkers and, and they've got Ray listed as a Skywalker. So, yeah, I don't know if that was an accident on the fact they even posted it this early that you could see that or, I mean, because that would be a massive giveaway. Yeah, that but is there's nothing been, there yet. has been other things that have happened, little tweaks like that, that have happened in the past that has given away major plot points. So out there right now, we are wondering whether this is actually a mistake and it was put out there because you can, I thought, well, no, they surely I can go on Amazon. It's not there. And it is on there. And it is, I mean, I've got a picture of it right in front of me right now. Um, it is a very interesting thing that that's been put out there. It is possible that Ray is Luke's daughter, or or just taken from a clone from him. I said, I see. I, I wouldn't go that far. I would say maybe possibly a clone from Luke, uh, using his DNA to build. I don't like this because, clone. I just don't like no, the I, clone I know, thing. But but if it was his daughter, though, he, there's been nothing that is that is confirmed. That to me, I can't see it as a daughter. Um, I would almost have to say taken a clone from him. I mean, like from his DNA kind of thing. So I, I just don't in know. In any case, yeah. it's an interesting little tidbit. It's thrown a massive spanner in the works as far as my research has gone. Yeah, because I know. <laughs> it was very much going the way of, oh, like, darn it. She is actually a clone. But now we're getting this thing of, well, wait a minute. Maybe she is actually one of the Skywalkers, which is where you kind of thought in the originality, that's where she was going to be from. She was going to be, which is why she is such a... A duality of Ben. She yeah. is the opposite of Ben. So I still like the fact that she's the Bendu. Yeah. And for the, you, like you need to watch Star Wars Rebels to understand the oh, Bendu. Oh, yes. If Do you know what? what if, you're, if you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, they're literally just, just, just go and give yourself a, a good solid few hours and go and watch Star Wars Rebels. I know it's an animated series. I know people are like, oh, I don't want to watch a cartoon. It is, I mean, it's list, uh, it, Rogue One, they're talking about Hera and they're talking about yeah. the guys in that you'll, you'll, show. You'll, you'll get a lot more references in the actual movies if you've watched Star Wars Rebels. It is absolutely amazing. It is probably one of the best cartoons out there today as far as I'm concerned. Just bar none. It is amazing. And it, it is fun. The kids like watching it, but it's such good backstory and loads of things that were happening that it's it's so worth watching. And if you don't know what the Bendu is, oh, the Bendu makes so much more sense out of The Last Jedi. If you have watched The Last Jedi and go, I haven't got a clue what Luke's going on about, watch Rebels. It explains it. Yeah, it's like the equilibrium of the Force. Essentially, it's a being that is neither you know jedi Good nor or sith bad. it's kind of like the, the combination to pull another metaphor the yin and the yang kind of combined into one it's like the balance of the force and uh and it makes sense so i mean it's watch it and you'll, you'll yeah, understand it. it's really cool yeah so yeah that was my um my big oh dear oh i know it's gonna the be the other thing we watched um because we got to we actually rented it and because we just we didn't get to see it at the movie theaters. We and not one that I would highly recommend to loads of people. But we finally saw John Wick three. Oh yeah, <laughs> Parabellum. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I've seen a movie like really ever that I've had to actually hide behind my hands, like hide <laughs> my eyes, because you can see something's coming and you're like, no, not watching that. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I was literally like clinking through my fingers, kind of going, is it over yet? <laughs> Can't watch that. I mean, they, they, they definitely added that extra oh factor when when they made that. And I I, I gotta say, there's got to be some record it set for a number of headshots, like close range headshots. At the um, end, when he pulls out that like 
armor piercing like shotgun and these guys that are running around with these like he hasn't full, been able to kill armor, them full body armor and the only way he's been able to kill them is actually like pulling their heads down and like shooting them in the neck he finally gets this shotgun with these bullets on that basically just, just big slugs obliterate a head and it's it does not shy away no, from this, showing this, you this, this everything. This is not a young teen movie. This no. is a, a 16 and a plus. No, 18. Is it 18? Is that what it's rated? I thought it's like a 16, though. I don't care. Okay. No, this, yeah. is, a, this is 18 and over as far as or I'm a, Or a very scarred 16-year-old. All right, no, so very, no. very scarred 16-year-olds, feel free to watch this. No. If you're a sensitive 16-year-old, please don't. No. <laughs> I mean, it's John Wick and... Come on, Keanu Reeves, he's fine. But did you know he's? they're making another Matrix movie? Yeah, of course. Come on, Matrix 4 is coming. I'm so excited about that. Well... Maybe not, because in retrospect, there was one good Matrix movie and two just were kind of or one that was eh and one that was blah. So you had awesome and blah. And so I, I, know, Neo, I, I still though, I still want to see I still want to see I'll a Matrix four. Definitely. Um, of course. Because but, our love of Keanu has just grown over the years. Oh, my gosh. I mean, did you see that picture of him with the paparazzi? Oh, yeah. <laughs> running with the camera. a paparazzi's camera and he's running down the road with it in his arms and he's just got this gleeful hee 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 like and then he took a bunch face. of selfies on it and, then, and the, then returned it yeah and then the the guy who's kind of like obviously he's nicked this camera is just kind of like stand there like Keanu Reeves just nicked my camera yeah <laughs> it's great he's just he's just so chill yeah He's like, he did that interview about like Parabellum and he's like... He's at my dinner. The, the the director's like, hey, so what about putting ninjas on motorbikes? And he's like, okay. <laughs> ninjas on motorbikes. Why not? Yeah, yeah. sure. It's John Whatever. Wick. It's just John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting ending to the movie and they've already planned uh, well, they, John yeah, Wick 4. Open, wide open for number four. Oh, yeah. So I'm ex fully expecting for John Wick 4, we're going to finally find out who this high table is and he's going after the lot of them i mean i we'll think see. they're just all going down don't give away too much you can't oh, give come away too on. much can't give too much away i haven't given away any you said he's going after the high table well now we know he survives Duh. <laughs> he's john wick you can't kill him i don't know he killed neo at the end of matrix right no, or because he's you? coming back did before. You know? I don't, maybe they just uploaded his consciousness into the system. Now he's just part of it. Well, he's being reborn, isn't he? I, I don't know. Is he? Yeah. Well, there is a new like Neo character every what generation. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so Keanu Reeves gets reborn again. Yeah, but he still died you off in number three. Him. He still died off in number three. No. People could have been expecting no. a die off. Now no. you ruined it for him. I ruined it. I also got to see Downton Abbey, but I don't know how many people would be interested in that. Yay. It All was right. really good. 10 second synopsis. Go. Review. Go. Um, so Nine, the royal family eight, go to Downton Abbey seven, and go and meet six, everybody. Five, and the downstairs staff four, are really naughty and basically three, lock loads of people in their two, rooms and cause them to one. do silly things. All right. And, and it, it was, was really funny. And right. it was cute. Funny and, and cute and good. And see it if you like. One likes. scene that I was not okay with, but that's okay. 10 seconds Yeah. But it was good. Okay. So and there the, are people I know so who listen to this watch, show I know, who like Downton Abbey. So for those that watch the show will like the movie. Just that's it, right? Yes. Okay. That, that's all you should have said. If you like the show, you like the movie, go watch it. Oh, whatever. That's, that's all you got to do. Um, going on a TV. Um, in TV and staying with, again, the geeky fun stuff, Haley Steinfeld is being offered the role of Kate Bishop in the upcoming Hawkeye series. Yeah, I saw that. And that's going to be really cool because apparently, possibly maybe, um, is Avengers 5 has been rumored to feature the Young Avengers, and so Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop could appear then uh, in the Young Avengers Avengers 5 movie if those rumors are legit, and that would also include Hulkling, Iron Lad, Patriot, uh, Wiccan, uh, Vision, which is not the Paul Bettany Vision, but there's it could be really cool if you do that, and so you could actually use the Disney Plus to introduce these characters and then bring them into Avengers okay, 5. Okay, I, I need to know now, because you were talking about it, why is Tony Stark not dead? But that, oh, I didn't really get back to that, did no, I? No, you didn't. I need to know. All right. Well, it's not that he's not dead. It's that he could still appear in the MCU. So the Black Widow movie, now th this caught me off guard and I haven't confirmed this yet, but a report that came out of, uh, I believe it was Variety, said that the time frame for Black Widow will be between Captain America Civil War and 
Infinity War, which is kind of a, an interesting time frame to go on. Mm. And if that's the case and you're following Black Widow, she sided with Tony Stark. And so you're going to have then possibly Tony Stark back in that. Now, also, uh, secondly, um, with an upcoming Disney Plus movie, Tony Stark will have his voice as an AI that is helping to guide and train possibly Iron Lad, uh, if that's his name, if it's a Young Avengers thing as well, which could be the character that was uh, at his funeral. I can't think of that that kid's name right now. The one with the mach- marshmallow The one that gun. B- built potato the potato gun. gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, Iron, and Iron Man 2. Um, so, so you'll have his voice in possibly a Disney Plus series, and he could potentially, now it's not... It's not been confirmed, but there's been rumors that he would then potentially appear in the Black Widow movie that's filling in that gap between Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's possible that Iron Man will return to the screen. No. Nice. If not in kind of retrospective nature or and as an AI, which is kind of cool because you, you, liked, you liked Jarvis, right? So, Paul Bettany as Jarvis was a fun character. Mm-hmm. And so, you could still have Robert Downey Jr. interjecting his, his wit and his humor as an AI that's helping to guide and train uh, the next Iron Man. Yep. So, that's just I'm cool. liking that. Oh, no, wait. The one that it was rumored was going to be Ironheart, uh, which is a girl, like a 13 or 15-year-old girl. Um, sorry, I just remembered that, 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 that bit. So it's not going to be the, the, the Disney plus show would actually feature this, which the reason I remembered is because it brought up a lot of criticism and the fact of people that are like, why are we weaponizing 13 year old girls? It was kind of like the, like the thing that Marvel is doing is why are we weaponizing children and sending them into battle? And that, that was part of the criticism. So, so it's potentially about iron heart, uh, which is someone else that could be one of the young Avengers. Hmm. Um, some good news though. Yes. Star Trek Discovery won an Emmy. Did it? It did. And oh, it's awesome. won um it's it won for its prosthetic makeup. Uh which I've got to say is outstanding. If you haven't watched Star Trek Discovery yet, I've got to say Star Trek Discovery put my faith back in the Star Trek universe. As much as I love Abrams movies, um when he rebooted with uh Kirk and and Bok and everything else. The movies were brilliant, but in terms of Star Trek series, Discovery is probably one of the best science fiction shows out there to date. And I'd say I'd put it on a level pegging for me and being a massive Battlestar Galactica fan, it is on a level pegging with Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Didn't then, uh, uh, what was his name? Doug Jones? Is that the guy's name that yeah. plays Saru? Didn't he just win an award then for that? Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I remember seeing him being yeah. awarded something. And and for those that don't know, Doug Jones, he's also done... Uh, the Shape of Water, he was the creature, and he was also in the League original... Of Gentleman? I don't know about that. He was in the original Hellboy movies because he oh, was Oh, that was Abe. it. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, not... Yeah, same kind of he similar thing. He was Abe, uh, And he was also creature. Silver Surfer. Oh, was he? You didn't realize that, yeah. I didn't know that. I um, thought it was uh, Lawrence... Um, Morpheus, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne, maybe the voice, but the character played what was Doug Jones. Oh, um, maybe they did his face on it because, uh, yeah, yeah, because it kind of had that look of Lawrence. But, but typically, as well. he just does the the weird creature character because he is a tall guy with long limbs and, and kind of fits yeah. that. In. But, but plays it well. You ha- when you're playing through makeup and through prosthetics and you're not talking, you've, you've got to act with your body, and he does he's, an amazing job. He's as He's as clever with his roles like that as Warwick Davis is. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he's like the opposite part of Warwick. Warwick plays all the little roles and he plays all the big roles. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it, yeah, he plays through his stuff amazingly. And it is just such a, well, go Star a Trek Discovery. stunning, stunning show. I just finished watching it again with my dad. He absolutely adored it. I mean, Michelle Yeoh is just amazing in it. They're doing a spin-off show uh, called Section 31, which you don't really find out about Section 31 until season two, but it's a really interesting little-known part of uh, the Federation. Okay. Oh, I was going to ask because I I know they had mentioned possibly, I I can't give too much away, but doing an Enterprise uh, spinoff as well, following that whole cast with with, uh, Commander Pike. Is that actually happening? It looks like it will be. I know Robert Kurtzman Um, had mentioned they'd like to do something like that, and Picard is still almost out. Picard is like almost here. Picard Uh, is almost here. Is that November? It's um, coming? I think so. I'm so excited. Yeah. I forgot about that, but that, that's coming really, really soon. Yeah. So, I mean, but they're, they're still planning on looking at Spock in season three. So 
Yeah, I know. Okay, we can't, we can't give too much away on that, so no. we're going to stop there. But that that is interesting that they would be able but to. But they are looking at um, go on Spock. They're saying that we're going to be looking at January twenty twenty at the earliest to see season three. It's probably going to be mid season, like mid year next right. year. So, I mean, seriously, if you're if you're bored for something to watch. Go watch Star Trek Discovery. Even if you're not a massive Star Trek fan, seriously, people, I am completely honest with you. As a diehard Star Wars fan, you need to watch this series. Well, the problem is in America, it's only available on NBC Universal, which I think they're going to rename Peacock now, which yeah. is their streaming service. So, so it's a lot harder to watch in America if you're not paying for that additional service. Over here in the in the in Europe, yeah, we get it on Netflix. It's great. We're still just paying for our one Netflix. Well, we have Netflix, Amazon Prime, and now TV. Do you know what? Just go buy it. Seriously, buy it. It is. It is you that will good. Watch it, it again and again, good. and it is so twisty and turning, and the acting is so good that you'll keep. I mean, even after I've just finished watching the first two seasons again. I want to go back and watch it again because That's I enjoy good. it so much. And there's always something little more that you're like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't notice that. Or, oh, that was really cool. I forgot that that happened and that was really funny. It's just such a magnificently put together show. And, it, I, you know, just the level of, you know, the special effects and everything. Oh, no, but I mean, only stunning. only if you like good acting and well done shows. But, but you know, it's not really that big a deal. So don't worry about <laughs> it. That's what I say yeah, to you, mate. You like Emmy Award-winning shows, but who, who likes that? Who likes that? Amazing. And this is coming from the person that loves her giant shark versus mega octopus movies, or they're just the cheesiest, corniest things in the world. I just like Tilly. Well, Tilly isn't character. Tilly on and me Star would be Wars friends. Discovery. Yes, you would be. Um, yeah, I love Tilly. Yeah. On streaming services, Apple Plus, uh, this is kind of old news at this point, but the fact that it came in at a $4.99 price point really just uh, blows me away. I, I was expecting for Apple to follow its premium pricing and be a premium priced service, but the fact that it's $4.99, I'm like, I can afford that now. Now, people are saying, oh, this is a Netflix killer. Really? It's got like 20 shows, you know? So this is this is not a but Netflix some killer. pretty decent no, shows. No, yeah. So, so the Jason Momoa C, uh, S-E-E, we watched the that trailer. Looks it looks good. really, really and good. So Dick, Dickens? Dickens, yeah, with, with uh, Dickinson. again, that's it. Haley Steinfeld was, it was is. that. Um, there are some very, very good shows they're producing for it. They're trying their best to get uh, and lock in. Uh, they tried to get J.J. Abrams uh, to, to lock into them, um, but because he they weren't going to allow him to do his own stuff outside of them, they were locking him to their distribution model. He wanted still to do theatrical releases. Also, he's with Warner now, who can tap into the full DC and this massive world. Well, he's world still of working for Disney that, as well at times. Well, yeah, so, and I mean, so he didn't want to sign that exclusive deal. But Apple is, is very actively trying to get top quality content that they can produce alongside uh, their original shows. So, so yes, four ninety nine four ninety nine is very competitive, but it's not going to be the Netflix killer. It, no. It's a great price, and I, I will pay it. Um, but we'll, we'll see if, I mean, they're really going to need to do a lot when you c compare it to the tens of thousands of shows and episodes and movies that Netflix has, that Amazon has. Yeah, it's palpable as a price. And Disney coming in at, what, six ninety nine, mm -hmm. But then they, again, have thousands of movies and thousands of shows. And uh, you, you're, you're up against a lot of people that have a much more entrenched stance in this industry where Apple is like that newcomer trying to just crack the ground a little bit and... But still, at four ninety nine, uh, good for Apple in doing that. Same with their Apple Arcade at four ninety nine, uh, being able to take that with you. And there's a lot of decent looking games in there. Uh, if you haven't seen what Apple Arcade is offering, it's some really cool stuff. Uh, just uh, I'd like to see a bundle though, so you can get Apple Arcade and Apple Plus for like seven ninety nine. You know, I'd pay that extra couple bucks just to get both of them. But give me like a bundle discount, the same yeah. way that, that Disney is with a Hulu. And ESPN, where if you get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN, I think it's like eleven ninety nine for all three services, which is that's a great price for. But I don't think we can get that in Europe though, because Hulu is an American, like a North America. No, only. I uh, the when I tried to get Hulu the other day, it was it was all sort of convoluted VPNs yeah. and nonsense to try and even get um, chance on that. And honestly, I. <laughs> The shows that were on there, there wasn't enough on there to make me think, oh, man, got to get that. Yeah, Hulu kind of gets the scraps. It, it just seems it doesn't quite get the... Now and again, I mean, 
they they did get the. But they have Shark Week. They had Shark Week. <laughs> that was the only reason I was interested is because they had Shark Week. But then I got told they had Shark Week and they only have the old Shark Weeks on there. Yeah, such a misdirection. Yes, so it was cheap. Bad, bad, bad. But it was. I mean, yeah. I. But, I, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, also in TV, though, that's a streaming service. Amazon has shown their Wheel of Time cast. And for those that aren't super familiar with Wheel of Time, um, it's set in this sprawling epic world where magic exists, but only women can wield it. Like, what? What the crap? Come on. I want men to wield magic, but they can't. Um, so it follows. Uh, the, the main character people will know is Rosalind Pike that, that's in this. And it follows her Rosamund. character. So I said Rosamund Pike. You said Rosalind. No, I don't think I did. You did. Rewind. Okay, maybe I did, but yeah, it's fine. Rosamund Pike, um, and it follows her character as she uh, embarks on this dangerous journey with five others, and one of which she believes is the reincarnation of this powerful being that will either destroy or save the world. Uh, and it looks really good. And now Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, gave a directive, I want the next Game of Thrones, and this is Amazon's stab at that. And they've got the world to do it. I mean, this 16 book massive fantasy that's out there, Wheel of Time. Uh, I just really hope they don't try to sexualize it like Game of Thrones was, because that's not. Even, it's not in the book. Say, we watched. Um, that's not in the book. The it first need episode to be there. of uh, Carnival Row, and it's it's really good. Oh, yeah, it was. And then it was really, really so good. explicit. It was like it doesn't need to be in there. Seriously, there are a hundred ways you can show that people are having sex without actually out showing them that they're actually having sex. Yeah. I don't need to see boobs. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't need to see bums or anything else. Thank you very much. It's not necessary. I think I'd even just mention, oh, it's great they've done this without having to sexualize it. And then 30 seconds later, they sexualize it. Like, like, oh, come on. Like, why? Like, why do they need to put that in? And I'm really hoping it's just episode one. They take it out. Like, that's it. Because it was, it, other than super that. Super well done. Super, really super good. well done. We haven't really, gone really past good. that first one. No, because we're going to be starting to watch it with my dad. But it was just like, oh, come on. Doesn't need to be there. No. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Do you have any TV news and all? Or No, because I've already done it. Okay, then I'll just jump into to video games. Um, a, a couple things, if you've still seen that, that Marvel Assembles uh, video game that's coming out. It, it's a massive, massive uh, MMO game. So this is a big, massive game. Uh, it, it's a loot shooter, kind of like Destiny, but um, it follows like a, a Marvel storytelling narrative. Now, the one thing that came out that I don't like, now people are saying the gameplay feels great. Playing the characters is amazing. You get in fire teams with your friends, just like you do in destiny. The one problem with that though, is that on fire teams, you can only have one of each Avenger. So if you're really enjoying playing Thor, but, and then all of your other clan mates or friends want to play, you can't do that. You got to play as different characters. Now, the benefit to that is it gets you playing other characters and maybe then you can master all of the characters mm. in their game styles. But it's a little frustrating in, in that and it's understandable. You can't have an Avenger squad made up of like five Thors. It just doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't look right. And so that was just the, the one thing that I saw is that, yeah, it'll be able to match make with randoms really easy that way. But if you have a group of friends that you always want to play and your primary character is the same one everybody else plays with. And apparently Thor has just the best feel in the gameplay you're going to be kind of left playing as black widow. Yeah. I can shoot guns and roll around a lot, you know, like it's mm. so, but it looks really good. And, uh, I think that one will be included on Google stadia, which is actually sold out. Now all the, the founders editions have sold out in Europe and uh, the U S they have just about sold out. So if you're trying to get on the Google stadia bandwagon and you're in the States, you have a chance. Um, the, 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 the benefit to getting this initial package is that it comes with a buddy pass for three months of the free service, as well as the ability to lock in your username right away. Whereas if you come in later, you, do, you don't have this, so this next bundle they're offering won't let you lock in your username until everything launches. So, and also you missed the buddy pass with this, this new package. So there's, there's certain things that are getting left out. So if you're in the States and you want Google Stadia, grab it now, uh, grab that package before it sells out because it is almost sold out. Um, sorry, that was just my little transition from Marvel into that. But, uh, but again, I'm really excited about this cloud-based gaming. I really am excited to see what Google, Google can do with it, uh, because it'll mean the end of having to pay 500 bucks or 400 quid at a time to buy these systems. Um, have you heard of a game? Actually, uh, friend Emily, yeah. uh, talked about this last night and now I've only seen the trailer. I have not played this game, but from the trailer, it looks pretty darn cool. What game is that? It's called Dauntless. 
Okay. It is a free-to-play co-op action RPG. It's available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, and it is completely cross-platform. Wasn't that the uh, the kind of clan name in the Divergent yes, series? It they is. were the Dauntless. Okay. So you get to be you. Uh, you can play as one of a few different characters. Basically, you're picking via what sort of. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to pull up the information on it here. You 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 choose your character depending on what sort of um, weapon you want to use, okay. which is is kind of cool. But you you go out as a team and you hunt monsters, Ooh. all sorts of monsters. The gameplay looks lots of fun. It's got a lot of like, like wacky hunter. silliness, okay. but it looks... Well, but it's fun because you doesn't matter if you they're bringing out the mobile versions as well. It will soon be on Switch and so it's going to be more cartoony iPad. looking than an actual no. like no like Monster no, Hunter World or is it? Uh, it looks pretty darn fun. I mean, it's okay. I can just show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it I'm looks really cool. Yeah, it does look really cool. Um, is yeah, that, is so that one of the choose... Apple Arcade games or is that? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, so you can either play. You choose your weapon. Um, as repeaters, which is like two guns, uh, a massive hammer, like you know, person with a massive hammer, um, <laughs> a war pike, which is basically just like a, a big long stick with a sword on the end, a sword, a massive axe or chain blades, which is kind of like two axy hammery looking things. So you choose kind of what sort of weapons you want to use. And depending on you can hunt with up to three friends and then you go out into the different places and basically go find monsters and kill them it's not on apple arcade okay sorry yeah but uh the gameplay looks fun it's um it's definitely kind of cool looking it's you know it's free to play and it's cross-platform yeah but that's definitely still more cartoony than than monster hunter world it is but it's it's rated for 12 and over um that looks about that and it looks like, it's going to be a kind of cool game. I'm going to play it a couple, little bit uh, between now and our next show so I can give you a bit more of an idea of what it is. But um, talking to Em, she said it's really good fun. You get to build up your armor and stuff. And, you know, the fact that it is purely cross-platform means that, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm on the PlayStation 4 and she's on the PC, we could still play together, which is really nice considering we've got friends who play Destiny 2 but just don't play on PlayStation 4 because they're playing on the PC, for example, and we can't play yeah, with them and De- the Destiny's making a step towards that and offering cross-save, which yeah. means that you can play your same character on any console or device or from Google Stadia to PC, yeah. the Xbox, but it doesn't let you play people, whereas really the, the future of it all is everybody plays who, regardless of what platform you're playing on. And really those platforms are going to get removed here soon because, I mean, cloud-based gaming is coming. Did you hear EA is offering a free trial? They have uh, four games they're offering. Uh, it's going to be FIFA, Need for Speed, Titanfall 2, and Unravel. Right now, you just sign up for it, but then you're going to be able to play on your laptop or your iPad or your phone or Apple TV well, whatever it might be. You can play on those, and it's going to be just truly cloud-based playing, and it's going to be free. So it's a, it's a chance for you to try it out. EA is just trying to work behind the scenes and test, just kind of check out their latency, make sure they can handle something like that. And in the real world, how does it handle when you have slower speeds or uneven speeds? And they're, they're trying to really just get some of the wrinkles out mm-hmm. um, because... It, it could possibly be our next generation of consoles is where they just go away and we're, we're then into the cloud-based yeah. you know era. Um, but but it's cool. So if you want to sign up for EA, go to their website right now. Uh, you just need to get your name, email address on there, get signed up. And then as soon as that beta becomes available, I, I don't know if it will be completely open after that, but it might just be whoever signs up ahead of time. Uh, no date's been announced, but just if you get your name down, then at least you can get in on this initial yeah. cloud-based gaming thing, which it'd be kind of fun to try it out. Just to, again, yeah. I don't have Stadia yet, uh, and I think I, I think I will at some point. I think that's really where I'll go first when I hear about how it does. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's something where it's just, again, dabble, dabbling in, just dipping your toe in that cloud-based gaming waters mm-hmm. and see how it goes. But if you are interested in the Dauntless game, uh, it's you can go to the website. It's playdauntless.com, and all the information's on there, so you can you can play from it there. It's you went back to that. Completely free to play. We, we'd moved on from that. That was. I'm just giving people I the know. information. Come <laughs> on now. No, I've just got two more little quick bits, too, uh, as quick, far as stuff. And then, yeah. come on. Uh, Gears 5 has surpassed Fortnite as uh, this month's most played Xbox Live game. And Finally. Fortnite has held that title for over a year. So 
it might just be a blip. You know, new games a lot of times will have that. But still, Fortnite has been dethroned. This is big news. They are no longer the number one played game on Xbox Live. And then I'm not I, I, we don't get into comics much, do we? We don't talk a lot about comics. Nope. J.J. Abrams and his son have uh, released their first issue of a miniseries they, they've penned uh, just titled Spider-Man. So following Spider-Man and Mary Jane, we don't know a lot about it. Well, I do, but I read some spoilers, so I'm not going to spoil it. Um, it Twisty Cherny, definitely J.J. Abrams and Spider-Man. Like you can't, That's two of my favorite things right there. Uh, so I'm not much. I, I don't read comics Wait, much. You liked Lost. I didn't say I, I didn't say I was huge on Lost because I, I didn't I didn't watch Lost when you it was on. You said JJ Abrams was one of your favorite things and That doesn't and mean everything he's created. Lost. That doesn't mean everything he's created is my favorite thing. Do you know why Lost sucked? Because those things making that noise wasn't Velociraptors. Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. It wasn't dinosaurs. Now you just spoiled it for people that you know, haven't seen There's it no dinosaurs <laughs> on Lost and it's purgatory. See, see, I, I really wish I would have been watching it when it was like the worldwide phenomena that it was. That was before all the streaming. No, we, did. no, we didn't. We came in after and we were watching it on DVDs after and we just no one else was talking about it. it didn't have the buzz. It, it was already in the last season when we started watching it. So so we missed it. Like we were not in that window. And that's, no, we were watching Heroes, which was much better. No, he- Heroes was good. Well, was. The last I couple said seasons. was. Yeah, first two seasons good. No. Three, four, just... I mean, it just... Come on. You wanted it to end. You wanted Silent it to die. Silent in the pancakes. I, you still wanted it to die. You're the second part when I've made screen okay. today. J.J. Abrams, Spider-Man. <laughs> the reviews are just amazing. Check it out. I This is a comic I'll be reading, and I don't read many comics anymore, but I love me some Spider-Man. I love me some J.J. Abrams. Uh, put them together in a nice package, and you've got, uh, you know, 40 pages of awesomeness. Okay. I, th- I think we need to wrap it up. I said I was done. Just two more little things. That was it. Okay. So I'm done. Good. Guys, we love you. And why, I'm why, sorry. Why are you shutting it down so fast? I want to draw this out. No, and just, we're not drawing this out. No, we're not going to draw this out. No, we love you, and we're sorry <laughs> we haven't been around. I'm sorry I got sick, um, but we we really love you guys. We appreciate you. We love hearing from you, and oh, you know what? Oh. And as always, oh yes, <laughs> Dad Paul's really excited because he's. Uh, he very kindly bought me a vinyl cutter for my birthday, which I'm not 100% sure whether it was more of a kindness for me or a kindness for him, because he has now got a Geek Underground hoodie, which he's immensely proud of. Oh, dude, this logo, um, it looks fantastic on he it. He finished the logo. He's very excited about this logo, and it does look absolutely amazing. Um, you can. He put pictures of it on the Facebook page, probably the Instagram and Twitter as well. Yeah, at the Geek um, Underground, at yeah. the Geek UG. So if you look it up, it is it is pretty you darn know, I'll, awesome. I'll my th- first piece though was my Trash Panda. That was really good. On my hoodie. Um, I gotta say though, the first ten people, if you want this, uh, I will send out uh, like a car decal vinyl, or they can put it on your laptop. It's gonna be a, a pretty decent size. It has to be like mine's on the back of a hoodie, so it's big. We can't shrink it down too far because there's some fine lines in there. But I, I might replace some of the logos with some other ones. We'll, we'll see how I feel about it. But just have a look on the uh, on our Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and you'll see the new logo on the back of my hoodie. And then I also have just a picture of it as well. And I can get you that. If you just let me know, we'll send you out just for free, just because we think it's cool that you want one. We'll send you out one that you can put on your car or put on, again, like a laptop or an iPad or just something that you can just slap it on a, a notebook for school, whatever. You can put it on whatever you want. And uh, yeah, it's yours. And, 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 and you can support we the Geek Underground. We actually already had somebody who we said they have wanted a number of three people. of them. Yeah, we have a number of people <laughs> that have actually... So the, so the number's are already on the way to 10. So we've got three people that have already claimed. So that means I've got seven more if you'd like one. At the Geek UG, Wee. let us know. And uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, we love you guys. We do. Don't forget to be unique. Be a peacock in a sea, in a of, sea penguins. of penguins wow. don't forget to be awesome guys we love you have a great night and bye the geek underground will return next week but until then don't forget to be awesome